Welcome to The Pen and the Yod. Join Rabbi Michael Siegel and author Jonathan Eig as they talk about this week's Torah portion of Vayigash, Judah and the hero that exists inside of us. I've been thinking about how hard it must be to write a large biography as you've done, because you have to, in a way, you've got a story that in some cases that everybody knows. I mean, you're writing about very famous people and you have to set up the story, right? I think one of the things you do so beautifully when you're writing is that you describe the setting, you get, you, you introduce us to characters and you allow us to sort of enter into the world of the character that you're writing about the person. And then you tell the story that oftentimes everyone already knows, but you've told it in a way that really sheds light. So how do you set that up? How do you do that? Oh, that's a great question. You know, I, I, I try to sometimes I tell myself that I should pretend that nobody's ever heard of Martin Luther King. And how would you introduce him? How would you get somebody to sit down and say, you got to listen to this story. This is Guy. And he has no interest in being a leader of any kind except maybe his little church. And yet he's thrust into this moment where people are counting on him to step up and take this chance. And he's, he's got to risk his life to do it. And he just decides that he's got no choice. He has to take that plunge. It's kind of like Luke Skywalker. You know, he's got, <laughs> he's just got to do this. And there's like, he knows that this is what he's meant to do, but he didn't know it a minute earlier. Um, and you know, when you, when you present it in that kind of way, it's not like, remember Martin Luther King, who you learned about in the third grade? Well, his story is actually important and interesting, right? Like you're not going to get anybody hooked that way. So you have to like remind people that, that these, these legends, these folks are human and that they, they, they didn't necessarily set out to be who they became, but um, they made a choice to, to take on this, this um, huge responsibility and to take these huge risks. But when you write, you sort of normalize people too. They, you, you get to know them. They're not, you show their flaws as well. Yeah, that's really important. You know, I, I have this paragraph early in the book where I say Martin Luther King chewed his fingernails and he shouted at the TV and he smoked cigarettes and he, you know, um, and he cheated on his wife. You know, I talk about the big things and the little things just to show that, you know, he was human. He had superhuman courage, but he also had, you know, regular human flaws. I ask you this question because in this week's portion, Vaigash, you have this amazing moment where Judah, the brother who failed Joseph when the brothers were throwing him into the pit, takes charge. And he is willing to risk his own life to save the brother of Joseph. That What I mean by that is Joseph and Benjamin are Rachel's only two sons. So he's willing, and Judah is a son of Leah. They all have the same father. But there's a lot of tension between those children because of Jacob's treatment of Leah and Rachel. And yet Judah jumps in the breach and is willing to risk his life, not knowing that the grand vizier of Egypt who's standing before him is actually his brother, Joseph. What the Torah does so brilliantly is it sets it up. You know the backstory. You know the tension. And you also know that Joseph is actually the grand vizier and he is hiding his identity from his brothers and he's testing them because he wants to see if they're going to do the same thing to Benjamin that they did to Joseph. Are they going to kind of sell him out, turn him over to the, the Egyptians? 
so that they can benefit and get something that they want. And of course, Judah is the guy who jumps in the breach. He's the person who plays the role of the hero. And when he does that, Joseph, of course, breaks down and cries and reveals himself. And that's the moment they come together. Judah, he's not a hero in the classic sense, you know, the Luke Skywalker hero. I don't think there are a lot of flaws in Luke Skywalker, right? He's learning to be who he really right, is. Right. King, the flaws that you listed, Judah, we already know his flaws, and there's there's lots of others. He's really not a very good person in many, many ways. But in that moment, he rose up. In that moment, he sealed his destiny, if you will. And you see other people, you write about other people who've done exactly the same thing. Sure. You know, Muhammad Ali has to decide whether he's going to uh, accept the draft and fight in Vietnam or stick to his religious beliefs, which say that, you know, he can't fight. But here's the thing, Rabbi, when I'm writing these books, I already know that this is the Judah moment, right? But we don't know in our own lives. So I know that King is deciding whether he's going to leap into the breach and risk his life to fight um, racism in the South. And I know that Muhammad Ali is facing this moment where he's either going to become just another boxer or he's going to become a, an icon for freedom. But he didn't know it at the time that he, that he was living in, the, in that moment. And we don't know it in our lives when we're facing these moments that will define who we are. And maybe, you know, as we get older, you and I can look back and say that was a moment where I made a decision that really changed the course of my life and where I truly stood up or failed to stand up for what I believed in. And um, that's the challenge. And I guess the question is, you know, can we learn from Judah? Can we learn from our heroes of the Bible and of history books how to better identify when that moment is coming up in real time? You know, as you were talking, I had a whole variety of thoughts. And one of the thoughts was, well, of course, Judah didn't realize in the moment that I'm making history. And when King made all kinds of decisions. I don't think he said to himself, I'm making history right now. He was doing what needed to be done in the moment. Mm -hmm. But what if people actually lived with the idea, it all depends on me, and I have to act in this moment, or history's go we're going to fail history. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of an interesting way of looking at it. It's, I know it's very egocentric and all the rest, but in a way, all of us are heroes in our own story. That's right. And we have a responsibility to take control and do what we think is best. And you know, I'm always amused. We, you know, you hear people say history will not judge this kindly or, you know, those of you who are voting this way, you know, history will prove that you were right or you were wrong. And the problem is we don't really know what history is going to say. So you have to decide in the moment, um, what are you doing and does it adhere to your values? Because we don't know what, how the world is going to turn out. No, but I think that that question of, you know, history is going to judge you one way or another is really speaking to the, the notion of how is it, that, how do you actually want to be remembered? Mm -hmm. Do you want to be remembered as the guy who said, let somebody else do it, not in my backyard? Or do you want to be remembered as the person who acted because it mattered? That I think is a very important idea. As Americans, I'll just put this out there. Do you feel that you can make a difference in America or are all the cards really stacked already and the fix is already in? You know, it's that's a great question because I think, it, you know, if we're going to be honest, we're going to admit that we are living in a very cynical time where we feel like our vote doesn't matter. You know, voting rights are being eroded and lots of different rights are being eroded, including, you know, women's reproductive rights and 
migrants are being, you know, treated in a way that seems in opposition to our values as a, as a nation of immigrants, right? So we often feel like, well, there's nothing we can do about it. And I think especially when our political systems are so deeply divided, there's a sense that like it's hopeless, but we have to fight that. I like to think that I still make a difference. I like to think that's partly why I write and it's certainly why I vote, but we all have to continue to find a, a way to believe that we make a difference or else you contribute to that slide into helplessness. I think that's right. And I think that there are lots of people out there who are happy to tell you that your vote doesn't make a difference. I think they want you to think that so you won't act. But in a way, we're failing the American dream. People who founded this country were people who were willing to take risks. They understood that they went to war against the greatest power of its time. And they won. And that was a Judah moment. And am I going to be the person I was? Or am I going to embrace my destiny? I guess that is a Luke Skywalker moment. But I think everybody has those moments. Who am I? Who do I want to be? And Judah does exactly that. And he didn't realize he was actually standing in front of his brother. He was standing in front of the second most powerful man in Egypt, who could have easily had him killed in that second, and no one would have even blinked an eye. But he did it anyway. And then he finds out it's Joseph, which kind of changes the whole storyline, because then there has to be forgiveness. But I love this idea about Judah being the hero and sort of an anti-hero. He's just not a, he's not a particularly pleasant guy, but in that moment, he did what needed to be done, and that changed history. And I'm thinking about so many of the people that you write about and they're heroes in their own way in many of the books, but they're not people who you would have thought were going to be heroes, but they turned out to be those people. That's right. And I think the thread here and the thread that helps me you know, relate this to my life is that you don't know what that moment is going to be, that decisive moment. You also don't know the moment that's going to lead to finding your true love or bringing some satisfaction and some care to somebody who needs it at a crucial moment in their lives. So are you living up to your values and doing the things that you will look back on and say, I made the right decision for the right reasons and look where it led me. And I think if you feel like that way consistently, that you're living up to your values, then you're more likely to be to make that right choice when the Judah moment comes along. Right, because we always know what the easier choice is going to be, and I can justify it because do you really think that that's the smartest thing for me to do? Right. I've got a family, I've got children. You know, do you really want to put everything at risk? And yet, who are you at the end of the day? What did right. you really stand for? What did you embrace in your life? And uh, I think that that's also a big part of what it means to be human. And it certainly was what it means to be a Jew. That, you know, it's, it's of interest to, to us that it's the tribe of Yehudah, Judah's tribe, that will be the last tribe standing, so to speak, after the Assyrians take away the 10 tribes, and that we get our name, Yehudim, from Yehudah. And so, in a way, we are most associated with that one person who, imperfect as he was, rose up in the moment and made the difference. And I think that's a powerful idea. Jewish heroes are all flawed. They all have clay feet, you know. Ultimately, people who spoke and did and changed the world. Yeah, I would say that not just our Jewish heroes, but all heroes are flawed with, you know, have clay feet, but they live up to their values. Well, I guess I would say you have to have values to live up to them in the first place. But then um, 
then you have to make the choice to live up to them. I don't know if this is a corrective, but I do. Would, I would say that if you look at the writings of ancient peoples, when they talk about their great ones, they don't talk about their flaws. There's <laughs> in the in the Bible, there the flaws are all over the place, but that's never the point. The point right. is, is that within your humanness, there is greatness. We just need to discover it and then be willing to expose that light to the larger world and put the risks aside and do what's right. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you, Rabbi. <laughs>